Welcome to the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast. My name is Kayla and I'm a personal trainer, entrepreneur, and mindset coach. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you all the goods through interviews with powerful women, sharing my experience coaching and training clients, and my personal insights to get you living fiercely in your life. So let's get to it. Welcome back to the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast. My name is Kayla and I'm so excited to be hosting this episode today because I have found a long lost friend from high school that I reconnected with through Instagram, like totally coincidentally. And I discovered that she is now an intuitive life coach. And so I really just wanted to bring her onto the podcast because I've really been watching her journey online the last few months since we've reconnected and she's totally living in fierce alignment. So I'm just here to share her story. So without further ado, Rachel, can you please introduce yourself? Tell us where you're from and what you're up to. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much for that introduction, Kayla. So excited just to reconnect. Um, so I am a intuitive life coach. I have a lot of spirituality threaded throughout my coaching that I do, and I support women in activating them to unlock their own freedom through the individuality of their soul's expression and helping them recode responsibility and have more fun in their life. I and love I- it. Yeah, go I'm, on. Oh, I was just saying, I'm like, for where I'm from, I, I mean, we grew up in, well, I grew up in Victoria, we grew up in Victoria, went to high school together, and then I'm, I'm currently living in Vancouver as well. Um, yeah, kind of, I'm a bit of a nomad sometimes, so I've been a bit of a nomad over the last couple of years, so currently in Vancouver. Yeah, well, when I connected with you, you were in the UK, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I was living in London. Yeah, and how long were you in London for? Uh, just shy of a year. Okay, very cool. I haven't had the chance to travel in Europe yet. I know that you've been doing a lot of traveling in the last few years. We're definitely going to dive into that. But I just Mm -hmm. wanted to, I wanted to like take a step back for a second and just share how, you know, Rachel and I knew each other in high school. And basically, we hadn't seen or talked to each other in 10 years. And then, you know, it was just crazy to see when I found you, like, now this is the journey that you're on. So can you share with us how you got into this? Oh my god, yeah, it's a bit of a long story, I feel. Um, Perfect, perfect. So yeah, when I was like 18, I remember I was like, you know, when you're 18, you're graduated high school, it's kind of like, okay, now you need to like figure your life out and like what you want to do with the rest of your life. Like that's the (laughs) pressure from society. And so I spent so much time like researching different careers and nothing was landing. And I remember coming across the term life coach and at 18, I was kind of like, okay, like, well, what, like, this is intriguing, but I don't really know like how this would work or what I, like what I would be doing exactly. And there were a couple programs out there around life coaching at the time, but I just like felt so uncertain about it because it wasn't really like such a big thing as it is now. And I also think in that regard too, my soul just kind of knew, like it was planting the seed. It was you're heading but now is not the not the time to be actually taking action on it um so then I basically spent like 10 years um kind of like trying a whole bunch of different things and I always knew I wanted to like help people I wanted to be creative and I wanted like freedom I wanted to be free in like every sense of the word from like location independence free to like internally like self free within my being and 
So I did a whole bunch of different things over that 10 years. I went into fashion, I went into photography. I spent a little bit of time like doing all of my prerequisites for nursing and um, athletic therapy, which I got accepted into. And then at the last minute decided it wasn't the right fit. I did some business co like schooling. I did like a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, and then two years ago, I was living in Toronto, going to school for photography, really enjoying it. And I was like in my final year of the program. And then um, I lost my dad in a motorbiking accident. And that was like a huge catalyst for me to just like shift my entire life. And I'd already, I was already a little bit of a spiritual person. I'd always been really interested in this kind of like realm. My dad and I used to share books that like Wayne Dyer books and Eckhart Tolle books and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But this was like a huge catalyst for me to just like go into my own healing. Um, and it started with going to counseling for a full year um, with this amazing woman at Planned Parenthood in Toronto. And from that, it was like, okay, my dad's accident happened. I started counseling. I ended up actually dropping out of the program I was in because I was getting so many job offers in the photography industry that I didn't really need to be going to school for it as well. Cause I was learning more on set. And then after like four months of doing that or might have been more close to six months of doing that full time. I was so burnt out. I was working like 12 to 12 hours was like a short day. I'd be sometimes I'd be working up to 20 hours a day, um, like seven days a week between that and a serving job. And I just like totally reached this utter point of burnout. And I was like, okay, like the reason I dropped out of school was to like really like go into my healing and create a life I really truly want. And this is not what my soul wants. I don't want to be working like this much. I'm not enjoying like as much as I love the work that I do. It's not like filling my cup up in a way that like my soul wants. Like it's yes, I'm being creative, but I, I'm not free. And like, I'm not really helping people either. So it wasn't really checking off like the boxes that I really needed from my life. And so at that point, I ended up finding like online business. And I started in online business as a virtual assistant, graphic designer, online business manager, um, and I ended up just by chance working with a ton of different coaches from like women's empowerment coaches to trauma coaches to men's empowerment, whatever, like you name it, se sexual and sensuality coaches, like so many different coaches, businesses. And it really just like kind of created that spark again that was like, remember when you were 18 and you had that idea of being a life coach? Like this is the time to take action on that. So then my first kind of like foray into actually coaching the woman who I had gone through her program to start my online business as a virtual assistant wanted me to come in as a support coach in her program helping women become virtual assistants and I was like totally no problem like this program changed my life it gave me the like freedom to travel and be location independent at that point I'd been traveling in South America for like four months um, and was planning to move to London and I was like this is great like this is exactly divine where I'm meant to be going so I started doing that and then that was really fulfilling. And then I noticed like my soul was like, okay, like this, this is what you're meant to be doing. This is like this coaching. You're not meant to be in the back end of people's businesses. You're meant to be like coaching and supporting people on this like deeper level. So then I started diving even deeper into my own spiritual growth. I took a couple different group coaching programs, really diving into my own healing even deeper, um, deeper than just what I was doing in counseling even and just like it opened up this whole new realm for me and that's when I like launched my like spiritual life coaching business would have been about a year ago now actually um, 
and it's been kind of just like continuing on from there and i've you know traveled a lot more since then i've been to a couple different like full-on immersions and retreats that are fully focused on you know spirituality and 5d business and it's just like really opened my world up like i don't know it's just like exploded essentially so that's my very long story as to how i got here <laughs> I love it. I was just sitting here listening and I don't know, you were totally speaking to my heart because obviously, you know, I'm, I've stepped into mindset coaching this year mm. and I absolutely love it. And it's true. Like when you were sharing how, you know, you weren't meant to be in the back end of like helping somebody run their business. Like it was more about being in the front and supporting people like that mm. spoke so loudly to me because that's how I feel. And, you know, I, you know, I got into teaching and I have a teaching degree and, and then it was like coaching rugby. And I was like, I loved doing that. And then, mm. you know, I got into personal training and that was more one-on-one. -on -one. And then, you know, finally stepped into life coaching, you know, mindset coaching as well. And it's funny mm -hmm. because I had a similar thing happen where it was like five years ago where I had the epiphany and I started doing personal development and I realized, oh my God, I want to be, at that time it was, I want to be a life coach. And it, it mm. just, like, I still remember sitting on my couch in my suite downtown Victoria and like having this epiphany. But then it was like, it didn't really happen until five years later. So it's just mm. so, it's just so funny how that works, you know, like the timing of the universe, you know? Totally. It always, for me, like when things like that happen, like the seed is planted and then like, yeah, like you said, it didn't happen until five years later. And like, for me, like the seed was planted like 10 years ago and it didn't happen yeah. for 10 years, but it's like our, what we are, you know, seeding in the quantum field doesn't manifest in our 3D reality right away. It goes back to that quote of like, the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. Yes, such a good example. It's so true. Yeah. And it's just about like being patient and, and following your highest desires and your, you know, your highest excitement and allowing that to guide you to where you're divinely meant to be. Oh, yeah. And that's why I love having this conversation with you because I've had other coaches, you know, come onto my podcast and we've had really amazing conversations about mindset. But then mm. there's this whole like deeper spirituality aspect that, you know, I wanted to like bring you on and have this kind of conversation because mm. I see how like connected you are to the divine and how you bring that out, like the femininity and all of that, like with your sharing on social media and your coaching style. And it's like, I know for me, that's definitely something like, I feel like I'm very head driven, like I'm mm. connected to my emotions. But when we get like deep into that spirituality and like your essence like it's it mm. can be like a scary place to tap into it's just so oh, unknown. absolutely it's so unknown and for me like I started off when I started doing my coaching business I was definitely more about like the mindset and the personal development and it's more in the last like six to eight months I've really allowed myself to shift into more of that energetic and spiritual realm and it's something I've always been interested in I was doing the work myself but I had a lot of fear around owning that um because it is like this fear of the unknown because you know the this is how i always kind of put it is like mindset is super important personal development and that foundational work is so important if you're going to be diving into spirituality as well because we can't live just in the spiritual realm we are like humans having or we are souls having a human experience yeah. so we have to be able to like meld the two together and have a dance between the two and there's a lot of people that are into spirituality that they live in the top three chakras where they're just like or the top two chakras rather where they're just like off in spirituality and they're not grounded and so i do a, i do my best to really bring it full circle and and have it be a dance between the 3d and the 5d because we do need to ground it into our 3d reality 
and be able to live as a human still because despite the fact that we are a soul we're also a human yeah. and so I think that's really important and the mindset I think is like that's definitely like where people need to start I think is starting off like diving into personal development and into the mindset work and once you're able to kind of like wrap your head around that and start shifting your beliefs and everything then the spirituality stuff comes a lot more easily because you're already open to it and you have already shifted a lot of like maybe the density or the negativity that's been in your field that would maybe prevent you initially from being able to actually be open to it and access it and understand it. Yeah, I love it. Oh my God, I'm loving this conversation because we're going so much deeper than just mindset, which is where like my playground is, right? Mm. And so if you were to say like for myself, like I'll speak for myself because I don't want to like blanket, you know, the general population. But Mm -hmm. for me, like I've been doing a lot of mindset and personal development work and I'm very aware of my thoughts and my beliefs. And Mm -hmm. so if I were to take it deeper or, you know, if somebody were to take it deeper and start getting into like spirituality, like what do you think would be the next step? Because for me, for mindset, the first thing I tell people is like, pay attention to your thoughts. Focus on what you want, get your stories and your interpretations that you believe in. You need to bring that to the surface. So what's like in terms of like a spiritual version of that, like what would you say to someone? That is really the foundational work is creating the awareness. And that's like still definitely like where the foundation of it lies. But then the kind of like next level that I always take my clients into is I always say like, the the brain and the the mind is like the ego's playground and the body is the soul oh, i love it and so it's all about like getting into your body more because we hold so much trauma in our energetic field and in our body and that is where i really help people start releasing a lot of that what's happening in the body and just like creating understandings of how frequency flows and how energy works and i think for me like so much of spirituality is understanding energetics and really just like understanding how we operate on an energetic level and being able to be aware of how we perceive things not only from like a place of the mind and from this like what we can see and what is tangible but also just like recognizing that energy is all around us and we are built out of energy and and recognizing that we can change our frequency and I'm sure you talk about this a lot too is like you know you can you can choose what state you're in and a lot of that has to do with your energy and being able to shift it and that's i think for me what the next kind of like evolution is from understanding the mindset stuff is diving into the body yeah you know what it's so funny that you know we're talking about body now because do you remember um molly wilder from have you seen her on instagram like she's really good friends with tara she's also doing like compassion coaching and she's really into like healing the inner child like she's done a lot of like ceremonies with ayahuasca and whatnot have you noticed have you seen her Mm -hmm. on social media I have and it's really funny because when I watch her I'm like I know you like I recognize you but her name does not sound familiar like I follow her and so she's familiar in that way but I'm like I feel like I've met her previously but her name is not familiar to me. I'm like, I can't place you in my past as like who I who I know you. Yeah. As. Well, she changed her name in the last few years. That's why. Okay, yeah. that yeah. must be why. Yeah. What that? Okay, I can't think of what her initial name would have been, but I definitely like when I saw her, I was like, I know you, but your name's not Molly. To yeah. Me. No, it's funny. Like once once she chose a new name, I was like, I had to kind of you know switch my brain. But now it's like so so beautiful and. You know, when I when I reconnected with her, too, because as soon as I got back into, you know, really committing to pushing myself to be a mindset coach, it's like you Mm -hmm. popped up, Tara Brunette popped up, she popped up like it's crazy, like, you know, people on the same frequency of healing other people. Yeah. So I started having a conversation with her one day and 
you know, she's very much more body focused and mm -hmm. then the mindset, like, you know what I mean? So we, we had this, this really beautiful conversation and I was telling her about this reoccurring thought that I was having. I was like living in my head, like with the ego, like you said, mm. and it was, it was about, you know, the, the thoughts of my self image. And, and so mm. she started asking me questions rather than like, why do you believe that or whatever? She's like, Kayla, like, where do you feel this in your body? And then that's a lot of what yeah. I do as well. But yeah. I, I, yeah. And then I looked at her, I was like, oh, this. She's like, no, no, that's a state. Like, where do you feel it in your body? And I was like looking at her and I was like, oh my God, this is like next level. And then I started mm. paying attention to my body and it was like, it was like the, the restriction I was, was right. And then, you know, she took me back to like, you know, healing the inner child like that's what this conversation started going mm -hmm. into yeah and she's like Kayla where's the first time that you know you started having these thoughts and you know like I want you to go back to that time and it was it was crazy like I went back to a time when I was younger and I and I revisited this this time where I created this this negative thought about my body and the the thought was like mm. when I was having this conversation with her to be extra vulnerable I in the moment was telling her yeah I feel disgusting in my body and it's like I went back mm. to the inner child when that happened and, you know, we started playing in that area of visualization and she's like, what is your younger self need from you right now? And what came up for me was like love and acceptance. And I actually mm. just started bawling. I started bawling. It's so emotional. Yeah, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, I can't believe because I could see myself as a young child feeling self-conscious and thinking things like, you know, I'm chubby, like, you know, I'm not attractive, whatever. And this is like a nine year old self, you know, and, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. to hear to like to see myself <clears throat> look back at me as an adult as a 29 year old woman, and say, like, I just want you to love and accept me because in that moment, I decided not to and it was like, wow. Mm -hmm. And that's where I had the first like physical of like this shame and guilt and disgust like finally leave me mm, because I I beautiful. went into my body and dealt with it and I was like oh my god like this is like next level and I haven't tapped into that style of coaching but that is so mm. powerful yeah there's so much healing that needs to be done for us like because as especially as women but in general as people like there's so much that happens in our formative years you know like the first 10 years of our life that we don't have our brain fully developed where we're able to discern what is like true and what isn't true. And we kind of take things at face value. And so it could be like something as little as like, you were trying to get attention from your mom and she just kind of brushed you off. And then like that, that happened. And in your brain, like your subconscious was like, oh, I'm not worthy of love and affection yeah. because I was brushed off. And then like every time something happens from that moment onward that like maybe um, you feel that kind of feeling again, it's reinforcing that story that, oh, I'm not worthy of love and affection. Like, and that's the same kind of thing, like with your body story, like, you know, like every time from that moment on that something happens where you have that kind of emotion arise up, you're reinstating that belief. Yeah. And so it's like, so yeah, there's so much healing that needs to happen. I took a client up to Whistler the last two days for a private, like VIP immersion. And I took her through a timeline therapy thing, similar to that, where, you know, we went back in her past and, found out the first time that it was a, around worth, which is why that example came, it's top of mind. Um, and it came up that like, 
it was something to do with her and her relationship to her mom. And like, and it came up that it was like this huge line of like ancestral healing that needs to happen. And there's so much that we carry within our bodies that aren't actually even ours. It's been passed down through generations as well. And it's just like, no wonder we have so much trauma <laughs> to heal because it's not only our own trauma, but like the trauma of our mom, our grandmother, you know, and there's that, um, I don't know if you've heard this before, but when like a woman is born, like a baby girl is born, like she has like all of the eggs within her that she will ever have. And so by that, you know, by that kind of thought, we were not only in our mother's womb, but also our grandmother's womb when our grandmother was pregnant with our mother. So like, that's how ancestral trauma is passed on wow. is through the womb, which is like crazy. Yeah, that's I, I think it's so it's so beautiful to really be able to say that I think that there's an elevation of awareness coming to mm -hmm. society now and especially with meditation and Definitely. journaling and personal development and that's why life coaching is exploding because people are realizing that they need to do this inner work and mm -hmm. it's it's amazing how you know we live life like we're constantly projecting into the future you know what's the next thing the next paycheck mm. the next trip whatever it is but it's it's unbelievable how much unconscious baggage is behind us that is actually being projected Absolutely. into our future and like it's threaded throughout society too right it's like so crazy the way that you know like these lower density frequencies and this like lower level consciousness has been threaded throughout society and that's how it's like all that societal conditioning happens as well and so you know there is this like huge movement where higher levels of consciousness are becoming available and more people are like waking up to it and that's like you said why like the coaching industry is exploding and it's like so beautiful and I know a lot of people if you have like any other coaches that listen to your podcast I know like a lot of coaches are kind of like oh the industry is so saturated but the thing is like there's like millions billions of people on this planet like and so many people need this work and the industry isn't saturated because you know there's people that need to hear it from you there's people that need to hear it from me there's people that need to hear it from molly or tara and like it's it's not saturated because everyone you know learns in a different way and you know processes information differently and they need to hear it from different people and it's so beautiful that we're having this mass awakening right now it's not like detrimental to our business it's actually beautiful because the more people wake up the more our business is needed totally and the other thing that i love that you just brought up is this you know realization that everyone is needed like i i had this realization very early this year about because i had the same thought when i started looking up coaching i'm like oh my god there's so many like who am i to do this right right and, but then i realized and i actually recorded a podcast episode on this is like one of the first 10 that i did but i was talking about how the world needs you as you are and that's the name of the episode mm, and it's i beautiful. i talked about how you know it would be wild if a woman said, oh, you know, there's already mothers on the planet. I'm not going to have a child. Oh, my God. That's such a good analogy. Yes, but even other things like, oh, there's already doctors in the hospitals. Like, I'm not needed. Yeah. You know what right? I mean? Like, there are multiple, there's multiples of everyone and, and but still each person is so unique and has a purpose and intention mm -hmm. and it's like you are needed because like you said there's some people that will resonate more with you than they'll resonate with me and so on and it's like you need to show up like people don't even yeah. realize that they need you and you know you just have to show up as you are and it's when people say things like oh there's already somebody better than me out there or somebody's already doing this or it's been done it's like that is 100 percent the ego speaking 
trying to hold you back because dare you try and do that and fail and look bad in front of everyone. That's, that's what's happening. Yeah. Totally. I know anytime, like, um, I've come across the term, it's called like psychic attacks. Um, and that's like, anytime you have this like idea that you want to do like a light expanding activity, whether that's like dancing or sharing a message that really touched you or meditate or anything like that, you're having like a psych and anytime you have something that talks you out of it another like energy that's like oh well like I know I really should go like I really want to go and meditate but like oh I'll just like lay here instead because like I don't feel like getting up or whatever like that's like this like lower level energy that is like controlling and threaded throughout your life and it's preventing you from allowing you to shine big and be bright and it's keeping you small and keeping you unhappy because you see the thing that you want to be doing, meditation, dancing, whatever that looks like, sharing your message, becoming a coach, whatever, and you you see it and you know that there are steps you can take to take action on actually going and making yourself feel better by doing the action to actually go and do the thing and you're not doing it. And that's what's causing so much of people's pain is that they have this desire that they want to do and they don't take action on it because they're just sitting in their own pain. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's one thing I realized recently, and I'm totally guilty of this, but I'm I'm going to create and design a workshop in the next month or so. And it's called a love letter to your ego and or mm. love, love letters to your egos. That's what it was. And what I realized mm-hmm. is that there's a lot of negativity towards our ego because, you know, oh, 100%. you know, it's like, oh, the ego's bad. It holds you back in life. But here's the thing. If we didn't have an ego, you know, we would just run wild like we would just run across the street without looking left and right like there's there's like Mm -hmm. very distinct things that the ego is needed for in order to protect us Mm -hmm. and even in those moments where it's like where you gave the example of going to meditate and like oh no I'm just gonna lie here instead like that's not a bad thing but coming from the ego Mm -hmm. it's like oh you're more comfortable here let's just stay here yes right totally totally it's preventing you from like doing an activity that will expand your channel and allow you to hold more light yeah and something too with the ego too like I I say this to my clients all the time is like you need to love your ego because your ego is just trying to keep you safe yeah and your ego isn't something that needs to be shamed because the more that you shame it, the worse you're going to feel. And like, you can't shame yourself into growth. Yeah. Oh my God. That's brilliant. Yep. So good. And like, I always, re- I always reference it to like, okay, like, you know, what story are you telling yourself and are you spiraling down in the shame spiral or are you spiraling up in consciousness? That's so good. Yeah. And so I love this conversation right now because I really want to shift my coaching and my way of thinking with those moments where I know that the ego is running the show to just really acknowledge like, hey, ego, I understand that you want me to be comfortable right now. And in the past, you know, this, this, and this has happened, but I don't need your protection anymore for this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's yeah. like sending it off with love, like, thank you. But my mm-hmm. higher consciousness is going to make this decision. I'm going to take an action towards, you know, fulfilling my business and entrepreneurial goals. Or I'm going to take an action towards mm. going to a dance class that I've never been to. Or just, you know, absolutely anything. Totally. Yeah. And I'm- I always like to give the analogy of, like, who's in the driver's seat. Is ego in the driver's seat or is soul in the driver's totally. seat? Because, like, ego, like, you can't just, like, let ego go because it's a part of who you are as a human being. But you just want to make sure that it's in the car, maybe in the back seat and not in the driver's exactly. seat. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I I love that and it's I think uh that's definitely one thing that I want to bring is more love to the ego because what we resist persists. 100%. And I just love what you said around you can't like shame yourself into growth. 
right? Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, even with manifestation, like you can't work harder to get your manifestations. Like there's a certain level of surrendering that needs to happen 100%. for things to show oh up. Yeah. 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 It's all about like planting the seeds or um, like putting the grids in your 5D, you know, in the energetic quantum field and like taking the action steps and like trusting that it's going to manifest in your 3D. But because like you said, the more you force it, you're actually pushing it away. Yeah, I know nothing can grow with resistance, you know, like Mm -hmm. even if you think Mm -hmm. of literally, we know we've we've said a lot in this conversation about planting seeds, but if you plant a seed and you make the dirt really, really dense, you pack it down, Mm -hmm. it's going to have a lot harder of a time to try and push through that. Right. But it's, or if you like force it to grow by like overwatering it, like you're just going to kill it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Which I have done with plants before. So (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am not a very good plant. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. You just kind of like, oh, you little seedling, like you just like too much love. You know what I mean? Even like too much love at times, too much. (laughs) I know it's got to be like a mix between like, like love and nurturing and like you've got to have like a little bit of tough love in there too oh, totally. like because if all you do is just tell yourself oh it's okay that you didn't do that or it's okay like you know you want to love yourself through it but like you also need to like put your foot down and be like no we're actually getting shit done oh totally <laughs> totally yeah it's a it's a dance it's a dance for sure uh, i love that so what would be some of the the resources or things to check out for somebody who wants to get more into spirituality and like dive deeper into this understanding energies and and whatnot yeah i think like a really a really good place to start and what kind of like got me I initially into a lot of the energetics is understanding the masculine and feminine energies and how we all have both within and learning to create like divine union between the two. I think that's like a really good place to start. Um, And then also if you want to like continue, well, that's like already got like, there's a lot in there that can be played with. And like, I'm still like, I mean, even my, like myself and my mentor and everything, like we're all still like learning on mastering it. It's always like, you're constantly going to be learning. Um, but then also the chakra system and understanding like how energy works within our body and the different power centers that we have, I think is also really powerful as well. And understanding the flow of like energy currents um, down from source and up from from earth and releasing into source as well. I think those are both um, kind of areas around learning around energetics that I really love and that have been really potent for me in this journey. Yeah. When I was, when I was living in Toronto last year, around this time, I discovered this place and this, there was a woman that I can't remember the name of her facility, but she was teaching like meditation classes. And with that, she was, Mm. she was teaching about like the different energy fields and like your chakras and how to cut cords and all this. And I was like very new Mm -hmm. to this, but I can honestly say, you know, for the listeners tuned in right now, like when I went and I educated myself on that, it really did take my meditations and my, you know, understanding understanding and connection to my emotions to like the next level. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It really does shift everything because you recognize that like you can tap into like universal source energy and like you can tap into the energy of like Mother Earth and like allow her to like rejuvenate your energy and cleanse your energy field and like you can you can learn like more you can greater understand like how manifestation works through understanding energy and how like your aura also is like you can feel other people's auras you know how if you walk into a room and you can just feel someone's energy like that 
is real and that there's a reason for that it's because of like what's happening in their energy field yeah so all of that is like super super potent and especially like I talk a lot about boundaries with my clients and energetic boundaries more so than physical boundaries like creating really strong energetic boundaries for yourself and respecting them and making sure yeah like you're cutting cords with you know your business with your friends with your family at the end of the night and calling all of your energy back to you because otherwise you are allowing your energy to be like pulled from you at all all times and it's really important to recalibrate your own energy yeah so can you explain a little bit more for like say the new people listening and they're like what does that mean like setting energetic boundaries Yeah. yeah absolutely so For me, like energetic boundaries are just like, if you have someone in your life that is maybe draining for you, like for me, I have some family members that I've had to create some really strong energetic boundaries with and just like, you can still have people like if you're on this spiritual journey, it can be really hard sometimes to like relate to people who aren't I, I like to refer to them as muggles. Um, (laughs) And And like relating to people who like aren't like haven't woken up to like this kind of work yet can be really challenging at times. And um, it's okay. Like you like my family is like not spiritual at all, really. Um, But like you can still love them and still spend time with them. But it just means like maybe you set up boundaries for yourself where like there's certain conversations that you like don't engage with them in. Or there's certain things that you just like don't share with them because like if they're not going to get in, they're going to project their own views, especially if it's like a lot of people like let's just one that most people can relate to is like conversations around money like that's like an uncomfortable conversation for a lot of people and i think talking about money is really potent and really powerful and we should all be talking about money more but it's about choosing the people that you're having those conversations with because you don't want your energy field to be threaded with someone else's projections of scarcity or fear around money so it's just like creating that energetic boundary there being like this is just like a conversation we don't have and just like protecting your own energy in regards to money as an example um and then with regards to like cord cutting like sitting in meditation one of my favorite things to do is like imagine a cord like dropping from the base of your spine all the way down to the like center of earth and like you can like actually visualize it and like see it connecting and then as you're sitting there like another golden cord like wraps all the way up all the way up through like your hips all the way up your spine through all your chakras up through your crown and like shoots up into the cosmos and then you can like witness like throughout your day maybe you've like had a conversation with your mom maybe you've been at work maybe you had like a rough customer or whatever when you're at work and you've like or you like had like a weird incident with someone on the bus or whatever and like you've got all these little like threads of energy that are kind of like spiraling off and you can kind of witness it and then just like mindfully going through and being like okay i'm like cutting the cord from like my energy with my mom or my energy with my coworker or whatever and just like actually like visualizing the energy snapping back so it's all up in alignment and you have this one cord that's going like straight from heaven to earth and really grounding you and bringing all of your energy back into your centers. That's beautiful. I was like totally just visualizing that as you said it. And this was definitely one of the things that I learned when I was doing those like meditation, like spiritual classes in Toronto. Mm. And the other thing I wanted to say, like, would you suggest doing that? I guess, I guess before going to bed then that would be an amazing thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing thing to do before bed. And it especially just like helps you, helps you bring all your energy back to you. And then that way, like, Because, you know, if you have, like, weird dreams about, like, work or something sometimes or whatever, like, it'll be because you've got that energetic cord that's still attached. Whereas, like, this kind of, like, clears your channel and will usually allow you to have, like, a better sleep as well. Doesn't mean you won't dream. Like, I love dreaming. I 
I have like crazy dreams every night, but they're more things that are like downloads that are coming from like source energy and like, or things that are happening in my own energy field versus like something that's like happening in relation to someone else's energy field. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, what's funny is like the last few, the last few days I wasn't working. Like I'm also working at Lululemon on top of building my online business. And Mm -hmm. I was so excited. And the last few days, like I can't even believe how much work I've done, like just recording episodes and creating a website and launching a couple of things. I'm like, Oh my God. But Last night, especially, I had such a hard time sleeping and it was exactly what you were saying, like mm. the tossing and turning and like waking up and remembering this and that and being confused. And it it was 100% my mind and like my heart and soul, whatever you want to believe was just all those little threads were elsewhere. And mm-hmm. I really wonder, you know, what would happen if, for example, taking it on for just one month, every night before bed, even just two to three, five minutes and just taking on this energy like cord cutting cleanse mm-hmm. and like the difference mm-hmm. that would make I think I might actually take that on starting today <laughs> yeah I think that's like such a good challenge to do and like I think like the amount of like mental clarity that you'll have from doing that too is like going to be astounding and even for me like I I like try to do it every single night but I mean I'm obviously human I'm like not like something someone who just like can stick to her spiritual routine like that's like nothing else matters. Of course, like, you know, we go through waves and whatever, but I noticed for myself, like when I was up in Whistler, like we did so much deep soul activation work with my client and it was like super, super good and super powerful. And like, there's nothing I love more than like facilitating in person. It's so fun. But I, and I was so exhausted when I went to bed, I was like, I'm gonna have the best sleep ever. And I didn't do a cord cutting meditation that night. And I totally should have because I slept like garbage, even (laughs) though I was so tired because my energy was just like running consistently, like thinking about all of the work that we had done that day. And it was just like constantly flowing and I just was so restless. So yeah, I think like the mental clarity that comes with doing something like that and the awareness that you'll be able to create around around your own energy and just being like, okay, you'll be able to recognize like what is your energy and what is, you know, maybe your partners or your moms or your friends or whatever. And you'll be able to just like have this way deeper understanding of when you are in and out of alignment with your own energy. Yeah. And you know what? I've definitely noticed that since I've done, you know, a lot of mindset work that I, I've become more aware of, for example, my boyfriend, we live together. So I've become very aware Mm -hmm. of when he starts going into like a reoccurring pattern, like, you know, mm-hmm. like he's about to start studying for his CFA again. And I can tell like he's been irritated lately. I'm like, oh, you're totally, you know, feeling the tension from having to make this massive commitment of studying for the next eight months, like 100%. This is mm-hmm. why you're acting this way. And it's like yeah. having this understanding of energy, like I'm feeling his his energy. And I'm like, okay, this is definitely not, you know, this free, happy, go lucky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's like such a gift to practice energy awareness and doing this cord mm. cutting and, and whatnot, because then this allows me to shift my communication with him and have more compassion. Totally. Yeah, totally. I think so often too, like people are really prone to think that when someone is irritated or something like that, it's a reflection of them. Like, and they're like, they've irritated that person or whatever, but so like nine times out of 10, it's the other person has something going on in their internal world that they're processing and they're not be and they're projecting in some way in their in their external reality and so many people think that it's about them but it's just if you gain a deeper understanding of how your own energy works you'll be able to tell when it's like no there's like nothing i could have done to have you know 
I don't want to say like deserve this. We never deserve anyone to like lash out at us, but for lack of a better word at this moment, it's like, okay, I didn't do anything to deserve this. So like, this must be something that is going on in their internal world with their own energy field that has nothing actually to do with me. And all I have to do is just like protect my energy and then yes, come at them with compassion. Yeah. Such a powerful thing. Like having that awareness, right? Yeah. Awareness is so key. Like, like with mindsets, the same with energy is like having that deep awareness of, of how you're feeling and like, and how it manifests in your body. And like, for me, like I get a lot of pain in like my like mid back, if I'm like not maintaining my energy and if I'm in like, you know, like a dark place of like deep self doubt or whatever, like that starts to manifest in like pain in my back. And so it's like, okay, now I need to like create awareness of, of why that's there and then choose to do something to shift it. And this is why like, body work is also really important for your energetic field. So like going and getting massages or acupuncture or or like anything like that is really, really helpful for maintaining your energetic field because I mean, we're a soul having a human experience and our, our human bodies need a lot of maintenance to be able to keep up with the levels of consciousness that we're bringing in as we're doing this work because they need to be able to withstand holding all of the light energy. Yeah. And you know what's funny is when you're talking about like taking care of our body, when I was doing personal training in Toronto for three years, I was so blown away because obviously I come from an athletic background. Like I'm very, Mm -hmm. I have high body awareness like I've been athletic you know for most of my life and but -hmm. then when I started working with the general population of people who just you know quote wanted to be healthy or lose some weight it was unbelievable how even just the foundational movements of being able to do a lunge or an air squat like body weight squat or Mm -hmm. it it was just awkward and like they couldn't do it and it's like oh my gosh like this is our our body and it's it's a gift and such a privilege and opportunity to be able to connect to it and take care of it yeah like your vessel is a temple and it should be treated as such like i always tell my clients we like go through a module in the program that i run and it's all about like worshiping your body like and and worshiping yourself like how can i worship myself today and like how can i like love myself more deeply like how can i nourish myself the way that i like would if i wanted to worship myself you know what am i eating what am i doing how am i taking care of myself it's so important i love that so good so I love this conversation about energy and spirituality and everything and I really want to also tap into your travel experience because I know that this is I'm sure like full circle has contributed to all of your Mm. learning as well yeah it's definitely I've traveled a lot especially in the last like year and a half I was in South America for like four months last year and then living in the UK we did a decent amount of travel around Europe and we even went to Africa um well just for like a few days but going to Morocco and just like I think like traveling is so powerful because it has really opened up my eyes to the way like other people live and other cultures and it just like gives you such deep appreciation too and you're able to also see like the common threads throughout like especially it's interesting because westernized culture is probably like the least spiritual of all cultures like most cultures like if you go to like southeast asia like they're very spiritual and like when we went to like when we were in morocco last year i went for my birthday and um you know they like have like the call to prayer like multiple times a day and like they're so devout to their spirituality and it's just like so interesting to be able to learn about you know the devotion to self and the devotion to that higher consciousness and connectivity which we just like i think in western i've culture have like been so numb to and it's such a societal conditioning to like you know 
we've kind of put like religion on blast and like, you know, like we see it as like, or see spirituality as like being really out there or whatever, but I see it like all of this stuff with spirituality. I see it as a remembering and it's like, it's your soul remembering parts of itself because in especially Westernized culture, we have been conditioned out of things that are so natural to like so many of the rest of the world. And that I think has been like a really big kind of eye-opening experience for me is to witness that how, like potent spirituality is throughout like so many different cultures and even if they may call it something different or have a different ritual or whatever it's all really kind of the same overarching idea of like connecting to higher levels of consciousness and something that is greater than ourselves and yeah it's just interesting to me how westernized culture has like i don't want to say like demonized it but um they've kind of just like pushed it aside. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, what's crazy. What you said was so profound and it made me realize that, you know, for example, spirituality, meditating and just paying attention to our energy fields and all of that. And you, you described it as being a remembering. And when I think mm-hmm. about it in the last, you know, especially the last like nine, 10 months of this year <clears throat> and doing all of the inner work that I've been doing is when I start to learn more and more about myself and my beliefs and how I hold myself back and, you know, what my true intention is in life, it's very familiar. It's right? not, like, that's so crazy that you just pointed that out. It's, it's so familiar. It's not like brand new information. Like there may be like a new way of presenting a con like a, um, a concept that you're like, Oh, that's a really good way of thinking about it. And that triggers something, yeah. but it's not like, it's not like this is brand new information. It's like, yeah, like this like feels real to me. This like feels like I, I already knew this and I just needed someone to remind me. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is like, that is so profound. Cause I didn't even realize that that what was, that's what was happening until you said it was like a remembering, you know? Yeah. Cause yeah. Our souls just like, they have so much knowledge and you know, I think for like, for me, like I really believe in like past lives. Um, past lives and past life experiences and I think a lot of it is yeah like remembering because we come back into this into this world like you know brand new as a baby not no like as a clean slate kind of thing and it's like we have to like remember you know everything that we lost in the last lifetime and like coming and we're here to learn new lessons um, or have like new rememberings and then kind of like regain some things that we learned in our previous lifetime as well yeah oh that's so beautiful so can you tell us a little bit about some of the coaching and the programs that you offer right now? Yeah. So right now I have a one-on-one offering. So it's um, a VIP deep dive soul. It's called Soul Depth. So it's a two-day in-person immersion with eight weeks of post-integration um, support. Um, and if you are not local or not wanting to fly out to Vancouver, I also offer it as a virtual kind of like half day virtual experience where we do like a really deep dive, like four hour session together. And then again, eight weeks of um, post integration support and embodiment support. So that's my core offer right now. Um, And I've got a few other things that are kind of in the works, but um, nothing fully formed yet. So next year I'm hoping to do some retreats and stuff like that in person work and facilitation is really where my soul just like feels super lit up. I love the online space and being able to support people and create global impact but there's just something about being in person with people especially as we've become so technology focused in our um in our world i think people are really craving human connection and that's been really important for my own experience and 
it's something that I've uh, been cultivating within my business as well. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's so true. I think that retreats are, I don't want to say trending because it's not really trendy. Like it's actually very impactful. You know what I mean? Like it's not like a Mm. come and go thing. Like I think it's like legitimately coming up in the world. And I did an interview with a friend of mine named Zark on my podcast and he started the Alive Experience, which is he hosts these, you know, retreats, but he calls them experiences around the world. And he's mm. he's doing, you know, similar realm of what we're up to of just, you know, the workshops and the mindfulness and discovering, you know, life purpose. And it's like, it's mm-hmm. so amazing to hear the stories of people when they go and they do something in person and the, the friendships yeah. that they make from those retreats and those connections is like, life lasting. And I know that, for example, Tara has shared her story about how she went to Bali with Catherine Dankina, like manifestation babe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she very recently actually just made a post on Instagram how when she went in March this year, she wasn't expecting to, you know, connect or make the friendships. Like, I think she was just going there for the experience. And that's what shocked her the most was it's so true connection, right? Yeah, I've been to two in-person experiences. Well, I've been to four in-person experiences this year, but two in particular that were really, really impactful because they were really deep, immersive experiences. And like one of, well, like multiples of the women that I was with, especially I was in uh, Mexico for a week in July and the women that I was with, like they're their sole family. And like, you can't go through like, you know, that trauma upheaval that we go through in those impersonal experiences without becoming like best friends with them and soul fam like it's just so impactful and it's funny because you know when I you know like probably like five years ago or whatever when I kind of like would have first been looking into like any kind of like work like this I would have been like well even like two years ago I've been like you know what like as much as like doing a week retreat sounds really great. Like I feel like I'm getting more bang for my buck. If I sign up for like a three month program that's online, it's like, I get, you know, 12 modules of content. Plus I get weekly calls and like all this like integrative support and whatever. And it's like, that's all really, really great. But there's definitely something to be shed said for how much you can shed in an in-person experience and doing like a, just even like a couple hours of deep soul work in person and like doing soul retrieval or ancestral healing, like, it's such a different experience when you're in the room and have all your frequencies together working towards this common goal, even though you have all different stories that you're working through. It's just like mind-blowingly impactful. And I'm still like having realizations or having, you know, things that are coming up for me like a couple months post retreat that I'm like, wow, I never would have realize that had I not gone through that experience like in person it's just super super impactful well yeah it's it's all the energies combined and I think that that just it just brings in I mean when you have a collective and you're all in the same frequency of of having the same intention of wanting to discover and heal yourselves or whatever it is Mm -hmm. your intention is exactly when you're all together like that is like a freaking force of nature you know of yeah it's like amplified right it's so potent 100% oh yes oh my gosh yeah yeah, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Is there is there anything else that you wanted to share today before we start wrapping things up? No, that feels like so good. I feel like we had like 50 different conversations in one and it was like, but it was so fluid and it felt just like so fun. And I feel like there's so much like impact. In oh, here. yeah. So I feel really, really good about that. And yeah, if anyone wants to find me, you can just find me at Rachel Bradbury on Instagram.
or rachel.bradbury i know my own instagram handle (laughs) (laughs) i will i will include that link in the show notes for sure and yeah i really love this conversation because a lot of my conversations lately especially on the podcast have just been very like head related but i could even feel Mm. this conversation today just you know talking about the energies and cord cutting and all that how it's just kind of sinking deeper into me and i was like yes like i see new actions I can take. And I know that the listeners, like mm. I'm sure that they're going to go and try and learn. You're going to try the cord cutting before bed and see if that helps with sleep instead of like taking mm. things like melatonin or whatever, like just really do totally. it like, mindfully. And even just going to learn about the chakras and, you know, the feminine and masculine energy because it's all real, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And even just like listening to conversations like this and podcasts like this, like you can, it's encoding within your energy field and within your frequency and you can feel the activation. Like as we've been having this call, like I've had certain moments where like my crown is tingling or the back of my neck is tingling or I have goosebumps on my arms. Like you can feel it in your body as you're listening to these things. It's activating something within your body, not just from this place of your Totally. Mind. And I definitely, like, I'm so thankful that you you know, came on and had this conversation with me today because just that, especially that very specific moment when you talked about, you know, the remembering. And I was like, that mm. just makes me want to just spend more time looking inward and like being even more intentional and going deeper with my meditations because what else is there to remember? Mm. Like, that's now my question. Like, what else is there, you know? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And I think like there's something to be said for like doing, like reading all the personal development books and all this kind of stuff. Like I still do that for sure. And I love that but we want to be matching it with also doing our own internal introspective work and, you know, doing the somatic movement, doing the, like doing the meditation, doing, you know, whatever it is for you to like get into your body and like, just like allow yourself to open up your channel to like whatever wants to come through because there is so much that you already have and know within your being. And we want to not only be looking for information outside of us, but looking for it within. Oh yeah. There's been so many times and I really want the listeners to get this. And when I say it, there's been so many times where I have been really unsure about something in my life. And I'm talking like literally sitting there in tears, like riddles and anxiety, just like feeling sick to my stomach. Mm. And I have decided to sit down quietly and ask myself, what do I need to know right now? Mm. And just, and Mm. just after that, the, first thing that comes to me I I accept it like it's, it's usually just a, it's a yeah. couple words of what I need to know and the thing is it's coming from me it's not coming from any external person or you know a book or a podcast it's mm-hmm. like comes from within and that is you know the only way that we can accept it is literally by accepting it and believing that that's what we need to know totally something that I want to just like add in as a little like nugget that might people might find helpful for that is if they have you know like if you have trouble connecting within, like if you're, you know, riddled with anxiety and you have all those feelings that are flowing through you and you are looking for that answer first, before you sit down to have that quiet moment and look within is like literally just like get up and shake your entire body, like shake your neck, shake your head, shake your arms, shake your hands, shake your feet, shake your legs, like everything for like a solid minute, just like shake it and like make like weird noises and like whatever, just like let out whatever needs to come out and like do it. And like, I like to do it usually for like a full song. I have like a couple songs I listen to that are like really heavy, like drum beat. And they're like kind of like tribal drum beat that make me feel really activated. It's kind of that like 
bringing you back to that primal state and just like shaking out all of the like anxiety that's built in your body and then sitting down and having that moment of reflection because then you've like cleared out all of that stagnant energy that's like sitting in, in your body making you feel riddled with anxiety and you're at a more clear state to sit down and be like okay what needs to come through and it'll probably come through a lot quicker love it yep I think that is definitely a golden nugget and it's again it's about Again, I'm laughing because I just realized that what I shared was very like mindset headspace and what you just shared was very like body connectedness. And and obviously the two of those things together are what is going to make the biggest impact for people. Mm-hmm. It just like helps you to like, obviously, like, as we know, with a lot of personal development work, like it helps you to collapse timelines and adding in a lot of the body work makes it even quicker. Oh, yeah. It helps everything to like manifest even quicker. So yeah, I always like my suggestion for anyone is like, well, have you danced today? Have you walked today? Have you been outside? Did you hug a tree? Like go out and like do something with your body and then come back to it. Yeah, perfect. Oh, my gosh. Well, Rachel, again, thank you so much for having this conversation with me today. I'm going to put your Instagram handle in the show notes. And yes, you're so welcome. And this was so fun and so powerful. And I love like having these conversations. So thank you for inviting me to be here. I really Oh, yeah. This is like this episode is definitely like a new nugget on my podcast. And I have like almost 40. Yeah, I have like almost 40 episodes now, like about that. By the time this goes out, it'll be about 40 episodes. And it's like, this is definitely a new realm that's coming in is this like with deep spiritual aspect. So I'm like really excited to, you know, kind of shock the listeners with something a little different. Mm, yeah. So fun. Yeah. I, I love to be a part of that. And it, yeah, if anyone has questions about anything we talked about, like always feel free. I'm an, I'm an open door. So, or an open book or whatever. Um, so my door is always open, I guess is what I was trying to say. Um, <laughs> I'm not an open door. Um, <laughs> I am an open book. My door is always open. Like reach out to me on Instagram. I'm happy to answer any questions. Perfect. Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you to the listeners today. And if you could please subscribe, share, leave a review. If you loved this episode, we would love to hear from you and we will see you in the next episode.